0: Oh, how could I forget you? I told you, you look like my friend, Matt.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right?
3: Listening to Sapmin Podcast. Sapmin! Sapmin! You are listening to episode 113 of Sapmin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend Morgan Richards, aka Mo Dick.
2: Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. But quick question.
3: Oh no. Oh, no. Do you what, think it's strange the that
2: there's a way of how you look, how you act, and how you think?
3: did you have to go that far back and scrape that barrel to get that fucking pun
2: well the thing is all my best friends are metalheads so I didn't know if this was the science of selling yourself short or not <laughs>
3: I don't know if I, I'm genuinely stuck between laughing and crying and I'm miles away from the microphone. Oh my god, yes. This week's guest, if you hadn't bloody guessed uh, from Morgan's terrible punnage and also the graphic with his face on it, this week's guest is the fantastic Krista makes from Less Van Jake.
2: Yes. One of the gatekeepers to that whole ska versus punk rock third wave invasion. Uh, Less and Jake have been a legendary name in alternative music for the last 30 years Sean. They've made their impact on pop culture officially played the most sets at Van's Warped Tour than any other act in that festival's entirety and they're just the ultimate band to dance to if you like trumpets. But Here's what's so interesting about Chris DeMix, right? He's a workaholic. He's always got a project going on. He's always keeping himself what, busy. He was in
3: the he was in the American Comedy TV show. I don't think
2: he was, no. But 2020 was a very busy year for him because not only do Lester and Jake have a brand new album out now called Silver Lions? But he started his own, Kristen Makes a podcast, and published a book titled Blast from the Past, just showcasing photos of his journey on the road for the last three decades. So we thought, let's get him on, have a laugh, have a chat about everything, and share some insane stories. This conversation touches on things we can't really explain, and if you know us at all, or fold less than Jake over the years, you know this is a recipe for beautiful disaster and hilarious moments.
3: <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Thanks again to Chris for coming on. Lovely, lovely chap. Legendary band, obviously. Despite me not being uh, the greatest fan of ska, um I still of course I love a good story and I love a good funny front man yeah as Morgan said he's got a podcast he's got a book out now and uh, yeah Silver Linings the album is out now so make sure you go and check all of Chris's stuff out after you finish and only after you finish (laughs) listening to this podcast not a fucking second and you will listen to every second of this podcast this week just in case there's any surprises right at the end spoiler alert is not what, you
2: said it sounds like you have something to say right at the end of this podcast where everyone has to make sure to listen to every single second of it?
3: Or they could just skip forward to the last no, no, second. No, 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 gonna... no, no, no,
2: no, 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 we don't want them doing that, do we? We want them to enjoy the content that we are providing for them. But anyway, I just think, yes. find it mad that we get some iconic figures from every sort of different genre there are possible and just mixing them up, Sean. We're just talking to it is, some uh, literally legends.
3: Yeah, it's mad because, like we said a million times, when we started this, I genuinely thought I'd probably speak to about five of my friends and then we'd probably knock us on the head. <laughs> and here we are now talk, talking to legends from across all, all the music scenes, you know. Um, if this is your first time listening to Sapping Podcast, thank you so, so much. Make sure you have a look through our discography. I suppose. Mm. I guess that's what you call it. Even though we've never cut a disc, because there's definitely, definitely at least four other podcasts I reckon you'd enjoy. That's how I'm saying from now on. So um yeah, check out check out all the other stuff. Please give us a follow on Instagram on Twitter at Pod. That's at S A P P E N I N P O D. That's at S A P P E N I N P O D. And that's Instagram and Twitter. Please give us a follow. Give us a share. Tell us what guests you'd like to hear from in the future. If there's any specific questions you want to know from some of these legends in bands, check all that out. And um, this is a very, very good fun podcast.
2: It is, but just before we get into it, if you're thinking oh, these two Welsh lads are quite nice, I'd like to support them in some way, then please go and check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. I know we mention it every week, but it literally helps this thing going. We've built a wonderful community out of it, and we love every single aspect of interacting with those lovely bastards. They're so lovely, Sean. They actually got you a gift lately that kind of relates to this episode
3: yes for christmas um i had a package arrive at my house um which isn't worrying in the slightest (laughs) and um and i opened it up and due to my it's a constant joke in the group about my um lack of love of scar so they got me a trumpet badge which i now have on my denim jacket which i wear with pride um i'm waiting for the first checkered pattern wearing Punk to come up to me and go oh you're like scarred you and I'm going to go ah. no but thank you very much there's a fantastic group if it wasn't for the Patreon we wouldn't be able to keep making this podcast to put out for free to the masses of people who listen to it for free Mm. who haven't subscribed to our Patreon Mm. yet you absolute shitheads you freeloading buggers yeah
2: well just to say it was Sean's birthday last month my birthday is on Tuesday January 26th so if you haven't got us a gift please We owe both of us a gift, so just head over and subscribe to our Patreon, (laughs) patreon.com forward slash Saffnin, and just have a wonderful time with us. There's loads of bonus content on there as well. We're going to be uploading some old podcasts that didn't get used. Ooh, a little bit. Ooh. Ooh, Teasing some stuff there. (laughs) And uh, and plenty more, as we said. Yeah, it keeps us going, and everyone in there is a lovely, lovely
3: human being. Yes, yes, they are. Um, What was I going to say? What do you get me for my birthday? Oh well, the thing is, right, I do have No, a g- no, no. If, if if the answer's nothing, hmm. you, want, you do have a gift. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh,
2: fuck. Hmm. You don't have to get me anything sure on this fight.
3: It means that, no, I'm going to have to, know. That's why I was asking the first questions, because if you'd said, oh, nothing, you know, I'd go, all right, cool, oh, yeah, and then no. ultimately you'd, you'd have had nothing. Now I've got to get you fucking something. Now I'm like... Oh! <laughs> anyway, while I'm... Um, Wondering what to get, Morgan? Shall we give this podcast episode a go?
2: Yes, check this out. This is the wonderful Krista makes from Less Than Jake telling us all about the new album Silver Linings and his workaholic mentality.
3: Yes, what a legend. What a legendary band. Sopnin! SAPNIN I just realised we do that there sometimes and then literally the next thing they hear is us doing it all sapnins again. Oh, he hasn't gone. This week's guest, this week's guest is singer and member of the legendary, legendary punk band, Less Than Drake. Yes. This is Chris DeMakes. How are you, Chris? I am lovely. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Not too very, bad, very thanks. good. yeah. Ooh, I got, ooh, I, got a... I got, I got,
0: I got to see Sean just gave Morgan the clap. It was great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God. Oh, That's the last thing we know is fan fiction. Oh, oh, oh my don't God. Stop that. Have you ever had any, have, have you ever noticed any less than Jake fan fiction? Fan fiction? And what, and what respect?
0: Like, 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 like stuff that they, they say that's not true
3: no no oh. i mean like there's stories there's there's got to be there was about my band right and my band did nothing compared to less than jake right so uh there were stories yeah of inter-band sexual relations
0: oh that uh yeah not that i know um
3: not that i remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. probably for the best if you don't yeah.
3: anyway <laughs> yeah but not not that you published yet anyway <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, speaking of publishing, I should have also said, along with legendary frontman, I should have said author as well. Because mm. yeah, yeah
0: got today a, got a, today yeah, my today. book my book is out. It's called Blast from the Past.
3: Yes, awesome. Well, yeah, can we talk a little bit about that?
0: Sure. Yeah, want to do a book for a long time, and and finally it's come to fruition. Uh, you can find it at uh, if you'd like to order it. I got I, I wrote some songs that accompany uh, mm. the book that are. Every couple of months, I'm going to roll out a few more songs, uh, nice. to, uh, uh, as part of the book campaign, about a year and a half campaign, I'm going to do with the book. And there'll be new merchandise coming out every couple months. And after that year and a half, then I'll have my first solo record. Uh, <laughs> What's up? Yeah. So we're doing just seven inch records right now. I did two songs. Uh, the first single was called blast from the past and, uh, you can find the book and all the bundles and everything at blast from the past or excuse me at, uh, Krista makes a book.com. And that's D E M a K E S. And it'll direct you to uh, the Smart Punk Records page. That's my record label that put it out and it came out great. There's a calendar, there's a poster, there's an air freshener, there's a bookmark, uh, <laughs> the, the t-shirts, there's the, the, the music that came with it. So it's uh, really great. It's a storybook that uh, has a picture book that has story accompaniment through the whole thing. So it's a picture with a story of that picture. Took me about two years to put together. Uh, I've been wanting to do one forever and it's finally here. I'm, I'm excited. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah,
3: we were. Um, yeah, we were talking about it earlier, and um, I love how you've your surname literally lends itself brilliantly to any <laughs> website or anything you actually create. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was the, it was the running joke when I was a kid. So
0: they were always like, you know, crying, Krista makes a, a pie. Krista makes a pizza. So when I was thinking of a name for my podcast, uh, my wife actually suggested Krista makes a podcast. So I said, you know what? All those bastards are used to mess with me on the playground.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, that's why to Morgan. It yeah. feels like um, yeah, it's one of those names where yeah, kids just are bastards when they they're younger. But then no, you've grown up. You're like this it makes perfect sense for, ev- <laughs> for everything I do now like this is yeah. genius it's self-made marketing but yeah that's yeah, brilliant yeah. But- but that's the thing, Chris.
2: Well, one, one thing I wanted to mention is that you've been so busy as of late, and I'm sure we're going to dissect and go into all these things throughout the conversation, but there's a new Less Than Jake record. You've brought out a book. You've been extremely busy this year with your podcast. I mean, considering everything that's gone on in 2020, how have you found these last few months? Because, obviously, you, you've been so creative. How has that experience been being for you is it just being a mixture of doing as much as you can while everything's kind of on lockdown
0: well you know I, i've kind of always been that personality that i don't do anything half ass so if i'm going to do something it's all or nothing and so this presented an opportunity to me to actually do some stuff that i've been wanting to do for some time you know the book book has been in the in motion for like i said about two years because the book started on instagram i was just putting one one picture and a story a day. I did that for 365 days. And then I've taken that and, and compiled it into a book and wow. had to re-edit it and, and, and massage a couple things. Aside from that, everything else that you mentioned, uh, the podcast and all the other stuff, in conjunction with all the Less Than Jake stuff that we've done all year, we've been busy as a band minus being able to tour. So uh you know it just gave me the opportunity to dive into a lot of things that I've wanted to do for a long time but you know our band never stopped touring as you know you yeah. know we we're we're over to the UK at at least once or twice a year sometimes three times and, mm-hmm. and and you know if we have a festival season uh same thing with Europe uh and a bunch of other countries so we're constantly on the road and you can do things on the road, but it, it's difficult. Uh, you know, oh, we don't have a Wi-Fi connection today. I don't have this. I'm traveling all day. I can't do stuff. So for me to to know that I was going to be home, it was a great opportunity to, to dive into all this stuff.
2: Yeah. And, and as soon as you realized, like, Les and Jake is not going to be playing 250 shows plus whatever you normally do every year, was it kind of a worry at first, at first sight and trying to think, oh, what, what's actually going to happen? Or, or did you have that kind of refreshing experience of being like, well, actually I can get all these stuff done now and I can have a bit more time at home and, and live that life a little more.
0: Well, yeah, it was, it was actually a relief because I had so many projects on the books. Um, I also do uh, custom songs and jingles. Hmm. Uh, So if you want a jingle for your restaurant or you want a song for your wife's, for your anniversary or uh, for your brother, for, I've written songs about people's dogs that have died. I mean, it's been crazy. So yeah, so basically I had all these projects on the books and I was going to take, I have another computer system I was going to take on the road with me with a bunch of gear so that I'd be able to set up in the dressing room and continue to do this. So that was the worry: was how am I going to do all this work when I'm on the road? Uh, so being able to be home, I already had every, so much lined up in front of me that it was like, oh, we're not touring. It wasn't like, oh man, the bottom dropped out, and I don't know how I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do with myself or some, you know support my family or whatever. It was none of those thoughts. It was it was just about okay, I'm home now, and I have I'm, I'm lucky that I have stuff to do.
3: Yeah, nice. Oh well, yeah, that's that's super good to hear because yeah, we've spoken to loads of people who just have been lost, like loads of bands have just been kind of lost in that, like they've tr- you know, they're, they're carrying on but they just don't know really what was what was going to happen for them because they didn't have any kind of backup plans or any other work in place or whatever. Yeah, that about that, uh, about that song over the dog dying, um, was it a, was it a sad <laughs> one or was it a more of an upbeat one?
0: Uh, a little bit of both, you know, the, the I mean I've gotten video testimonials, you can go on my YouTube page, if you go to christamakes.com that'll uh direct you redirect you to my youtube page and you can go under custom songs and you'll hear my work there and people send in videos of like their wives or their husbands getting these videos they're emotional by it so it's uh it's really a cool a cool uh different take that i never it started out as just a friend wanted me to write a song for her dad had passed away and it kind of the light bulb went off and uh that was December 2nd of last year. So that was a full three three months or so before all this stuff started happening. So I was doing that and then I started, uh, even before the lockdown, I started doing video, uh, much like we're speaking right now, uh, Zoom consultations. Uh, I'll do everything from collaborating on songs, producing songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, answering questions about the music business. So I'm doing that as well uh, in conjunction with the custom songs and the podcast and, and the book. And so it's been been, been busy.
2: Yeah. Nice. yeah. Well, yeah, it sounds like you haven't had any time to relax at all. But with those custom songs in particular, I mean, do you sometimes just get – you must get some really out there and outrageous kind of concepts for requests of what you actually want, what people want you to write songs for?
0: I mean – I'll, I'll give you one. There was a hidden track on losing streak years ago that uh, basically it was this old guy that used to live in our apartment complex and he had, it was a hidden track. So you have to rewind past the first song and it would go mm-hmm. before the first song. And there was this monologue from our neighbor. And basically there's this part in there where he's talking about shitting and shitting his pants. And I just quoted him one morning on Twitter, just for fun. I just quoted from that thing. Just to see if any fans kind of remembered that hidden track. Sometimes fans will talk about it. And like this dude writes me out an nowhere and he's just like, Hey man, you inspired me. And he basically wrote, sent me lyrics of basically it's a song about him shitting his pants, eating too, drinking too much beer. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I want you, I want you to write this song. I'm like, all right, if that's what you want. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been everything from, from that to really sad songs to just happy songs. There's other songs that guys are like, Hey man, I only get to see my friends like once a year now I live on the West coast. They live on the East coast. We grew up together. We used to go to shows all the time. They're my, they're my forever brothers and I want you to write a song for them and I'll, I'll do that. And then they'll send me the video of all five of them on zoom, listening to the song for the first time, like freaking out, you know? So it it just kind of runs, runs the gamut. I just, uh, I just finished my 131st song in a year. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's all day. It's been, it's been literally, um, it's kind of taken over, you know, between, like I said, between everything I have on the going on personally, uh, and the band, the band just hasn't toured this year, but Hmm. we have a new record coming out, silver linings. It's going to be out this Friday, December 11th. And, uh, we have a live stream, it'll be 11 p 11 p m for everyone in the uk 11 p m uh, you can find tickets at less than jake.com for that and it's late night with less than jake it's not just us staring at our shoes going hey this next song is called johnny quest it's it's literally it's a full like late night talk show that we're doing with our lives and we're the and we're the band we're the featured band
3: <laughs> nice awesome I, I is there any uh, any special guests or are you is that all hush? hash me <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, I, and if i had a brain in my head and any fucking manners i would have had you guys be the special guests oh no you no, don't no, want, you, you don't no, want yeah, that no, that's,
3: no oh, jesus chaos. christ no yeah <laughs> yeah you just have complaints of americans going what are they saying what is this language what they're trying to speak
0: that means um, i've just been i've been to your country too many times that's why i understand the language <laughs>
3: that is <laughs> it that is definitely <laughs> i got a funny story
0: um, about that i got a funny story about that in a second but uh but yeah, the, the live stream is at special guests. We have a band called Plasma Canvas that's going to play before us and a band called Days and Days. Those two bands are playing before us. And then we have other special guests within the show that mm. I can't divulge right now, but uh, some pretty pretty cool stuff. But yeah, with my coach driver, bus driver from uh, England, Tim and his wife, they always vacation in Orlando every year. And they came over to take their children to Disney World. It's a couple of years ago. And my wife and I had never met my wife never met them you know but they came over and, and we met them out for for uh, lunch one day and we're sitting there at the table and we get done with lunch and we're walking back to the car and i, I look at my wife i said are you okay she's like yeah why i'm like you didn't say anything during the meal and she's like chris i didn't understand the fucking word you guys were <laughs>
1: she's, like,
0: she's like she's like how do you understand them i'm like <laughs> And it was so yeah. odd to me because there's there's nothing. I mean, I know all the slang. in mm. Most of this, there's very few things like what is that? Like, I know all the slang. Like, it's not a nap; it's a kip. It's you know, yeah. it's <laughs> all the all the all the things that that we yeah. we take for commonplace. You know?
3: Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, oh, funny thing on a smaller scale. Yeah, my 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 girlfriend. Um, she's from deepest, darker South Wales, and I took her to talk to my friends in Cardiff, and she was like, I don't. I don't get, it. I was like, what? It's like 20 <laughs> miles away. I don't understand. But yeah. yeah, it's just. It's
0: that Newcastle line. That new, oh. once you, get it, when you get to Newcastle, all the Geordies, and then you get above that in the, in the Scotland. It's just like, forget about um, it.
3: Yeah, or oh, use a question. Do less than Jake constantly get asked to come to Brazil or come to Newcastle? Because <laughs> it seems to be a running theme with bands. A lot of bands get nagged to come to Brazil or Newcastle. I mean, is, that a, is that a thing you've ever noticed?
0: We've been to Brazil quite a bit, and we've been to Newcastle oh, quite a bit, but no one's ever particularly asked us to come to those
3: places. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. All right, never that's mind. it. That's and it. it, it. And that's
0: and it, and, and, I mean, considering that they're about, uh, and and I'll I'll, I'll uh, let me think. Here, let me do the math. Brazil's a good 7,646 kilometers from Newcastle. So it sounds like it's right around the corner. Yeah.
3: No, I know. Yeah. It's, um, no, it's strange. It's just, no, we've, talked to, we've talked to a bunch of bands on here who was like, yeah. Like loads of people as well would be like, oh, yeah, we were always like, British people would be like, come to Newcastle the day we were in Newcastle. And yeah, uh, yeah it just seemed to be a running theme. Mm-hmm. That the Geordies- One second. How far is Rio de
0: Janeiro from Newcastle, England, in kilometers? Oh, here we go. I was off by 2,000. It's 9,494. Oh. Bloody hell. Yeah, that's pretty a pretty big, uh, pretty big gap yeah. there.
3: <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, pretty if far. Make, if you don't make those further 2,000 miles, that's a lot of wet Geordies swimming to... Uh, it, it certainly swimming is. Swimming over there um but yeah sorry i took it off a, <laughs> off a wild one
2: but, um, but but speaking of like the creativity of, of writing these songs i mean obviously you know Les and jake now have been super busy with your new record silver lying in your ninth album as a band but your first in seven years I, I mean why why is it being so long is it just because you've been so busy as a band touring over the years that you haven't had the right time to really sit down and focus on a whole record full of material
0: well, we we have we released a, an album that had seven songs on it. Mm. It was an EP. It was considered an EP. So seven songs is is it, it's not and it's not a, it's not a three song EP or a four song EP. It's seven songs. So it was close to a full record, and that was in uh, that was in 2017. It was called "Sound the Alarm." So we have put out music, and then you know our our drummer who had been with us, Vinny, for 26 years, he left in 2018. So. When he left the band, it was like we were kind of at that point thinking about a next record that most likely would have come out in 2019, you know, had, had he stayed in the band. Um, so he left and uh, our current drummer, Matt, who's been with us for years, he's done, been our sound guy and, and uh, we've known him. He's worked with us for about 20 years. He's a, a fantastic drummer. He stepped in and it was a process of, of, of working with, you know, Playing with him and uh, learning how to play with one another, mostly for the live shows, because you know you, you mentioned a moment ago, Morgan. You know, was it because of touring? Well, yeah, we mm-hmm. still tour so much, so that's yeah. a lot of lot of the reason. But uh, and then the record would have been out. Uh, a year ago, roughly, we, we were going to have this album out uh, in in April of this year because the album's been recorded since last November. Oh, so wow. the song, t- the song, uh, or excuse me, the album title "Silver Linings" has nothing to do with what's gone on. That title was already, you know, all the lyrics, everything was already already done pre all this stuff. So we wanted to have it out uh, earlier, and and uh, the plan- it wasn't in the plans, and and here we are. So yeah, and I think I think I, I'm pretty confident to say that. Uh, now that we we uh, you know have Matt and and we're stable with with playing with one another, that we're going to be recording a lot more uh, and, and, and more frequent than we have.
3: Nice, nice. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Lie to me um, is out now, and uh, yeah, I get a I get like a fresher, kind of like a more urgent, less than Jake. Is that a is that like a a feeling in the camp now? Like I fe- I felt like it was fresh, upbeat, kind of more. I don't know, like kind of. More powerful, less than Jake than ever, I suppose. Is that? Yeah, I, you guys I think
0: I think, I think it's fair to say. You know, anytime you go through a member change, it's going to do something to the dynamic. And just uh, you know, our, our, our drummer Matt plays uh, really aggressively. He plays different than than Vinny did, and uh, so there's there's some newfound energy and and spark with that. Uh, so that's uh that's I think a big big component of it. You know, we our, our writing has changed a little bit. We're able to do some different things and uh and if it would have been a different drummer besides Matt, it would have been different than what it is. It's anytime <laughs> you anytime you change a member, it's gonna add something. So I'd like to, you know, give him a pat on the back and, and say that I think that some of that energy and that uh, urgency you're hearing is is the way that he uh he communicates through his drumming. And
2: obviously, let's go back to the book, uh, Blast from the Past. You, you mentioned this really photogenic journey from your touring life. Well, one, one moment, I'll give you a
0: peek here. Ooh. Ooh. So basically, yeah, it's... Uh... I used to dress up uh, as characters on stage. So one night it was no rhyme or reason. One night I'd be a, like a redneck. Next day I'd be a baseball player, and I didn't like just wear like the baseball cap and a jersey, like full baseball pants, the stirrups, <laughs> the cleats, the, the, the makeup under the eyes, like the the glove in the back pocket, like the I, I like I was ready to go to a baseball game. That's me actually on the front cover as a truck driver. Mm-hmm. I saw that. that. This is brilliant. Yeah. So then the stories inside, you can see me dressed. Uh, dressed up here wow. yeah and, 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 and it was so it's just uh, like I said a story accompaniment uh, there's some of our merchandise we've had some hats there's a picture of me uh, so basically it's just it's a story or a picture with uh, with a story that that tells basically what's going on. Like this is a picture of me uh, on a fake horse in some mall in Portugal in
3: 1999.
0: <laughs> 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 so, and it just got doc it got documented, you know. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, there there's me and, and a pair of shorts that that had i don't know if you can see it looks like Uh i have the ass cheeks cut out
3: yeah
0: (laughs) and there's a story the story about that's really funny we were in atlanta and it was a warped tour years ago and the guy that reviewed the show was like first of all this band is is just a washed up ska band they're terrible they're all their songs sound the same and their singer is a vile man to to come out and, and wear and come out with his ass hanging out in front of a bunch of 14 year old kids it's like it, were, it was fake. It wasn't my real ass. Because <laughs> trust me, you don't want to see my real ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, that's so good. Yeah, but, like, ob- but, but obviously this has been two years in, in the making and you, you mentioned that on Instagram in the past, you've you've liked to post photos while touring and stuff. But over the years, it's just all photos that had been generated from different kind of magazines and tours and everything like this? Or like, was it kind of hard to actually track them down?
0: No, it wasn't hard at all because most, I had probably 50% of them in my collection and our old two of our old, one of our old roadies and our old trombone player, they were taking pictures all the time back in the day. So they were a treasure trove of this stuff. I already had a lot of their pictures and then I reached out to them. I said, can you help me with this? And within a day. They just went and, you know, got the shoebox out or got their old camera out and just started sending me stuff. Uh, there was a couple other people I hit up, a buddy of mine in Gainesville that used to tour with us years ago. And I got like one or two pictures from him, uh, some family members. I, I had called and, and asked, uh, and then once I started to the pictures up, people knew what was going on. Fans started sending in pictures of, uh, I was just like stuff. That I was like, Holy crap. Like I could not believe that, uh, that these photos existed, you know. So that's that started happening, which was really cool. Um, but it was great to be able to go back and and relive all this and it was really cool to be able to you know, I, I always wanted to write a book, but I never wanted it to be just the typical because I've written uh read every uh autobiography and biography that there is. It's like my thing. So any band or artist you can think of, even bands that I'm not a fan of, I just I just enjoy reading what their life and what their experience was. And I've started an outline in the past, and it was always kind of the telltale, you know, the book club. Hey, I'm Krista Meigs. I was born in, in Michigan, and in September 27, they kind of followed that. I'm like, hey, this is boring. So, when I started doing this one picture a day, and I had the idea, I'm going to do this for 365 days, it was about three weeks into it that I was like, okay, I'm writing my book one story at a time, and it's not going to follow any chronological order. It's going to be all over the place. It might be a picture from current day to day and then we'll go back to 1994 and then ne- the next picture so it it's kind of takes you on a on a on a journey that doesn't really follow which is kind of how it's felt you know like there's things that I, I did two months ago that i it seems like a blur and i have no recollection of and then there's stuff i did in 1993 that i could tell you what i ate that day you know it's that <laughs> vivid you know so that's kind of that's kind of why i wanted to do the book like
3: this Was there um, many photos that uh, didn't make the cut? Was there lots of photos that you were like, oh, this can't go in, this will get
0: a (laughs) Well, There there was one that made the book, but I had to crop it at the neck. It was me, and you could see my pubes hanging out. It was like, (laughs) 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 I was like, "I, I can't put that out.
3: Oh no, that's the only fans. That's the only fans extra.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's lonely fans. <laughs> that's what I'm starting. Do <laughs> you want to? look at my peeps, You must be really fucking lonely. <laughs>
3: oh, wow. that's so
2: good. Yeah, oh, brilliant. But what? What's some of your favorite like elements of the book and stories and photos or, over those years? Because obviously, you've, less Jake of being in touring situations where you've played main stage of warp Tour for numerous of times you've been on the road to bands like blink 182 and all your fellow scar acts i'm i mean it must just be great to have that kind of documented now in in a physical release
0: yeah i mean it's great my you know my favorite part of the book is that there is uh, real human emotion throughout it there's it, there's humor it's just real you know that's what it was. There's no, there's no embellishing. It's just, it's, it's real. It's what was going on, and and anybody in a band can relate to it, and certainly the fans are going to be relate to it because it's it's given them insight to what it's what it's really like out there. You know, and I I talk shit on myself. I talk shit on my band members. It's kind of like how we are in real life. You know, I make fun of of just uh, this the absurdity of getting getting paid to dress up and get on stage and and. and <laughs> Talk the, talk the amount of shit that I do. It's ridiculous. When you think about mm. it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, I, and that's not lost on me. Like I realize how fortunate I am to be able to get to do this. So, uh, you know, there's just, it, the book is the one thing I could say about it. It's, it's real. And you can mm. feel that when you read it and it's a great read. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, I'm just proud of it. It's, I'm, I'm glad that it finally, finally came. I mean, how could you not like that? that dude right there
3: <laughs> 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 that was a strong look That yeah. is a strong strong look yeah
2: and am i right in saying that a lot of the solo music you've kind of incorporated for this is kind of based off those stories and certain characters that you've portrayed Ye- you also yeah, met so along th- the way
0: yeah so the one character i just showed you his name was seth baumeister mm. so the 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 lead track on this record is called blast from the past that was uh, the name of the book that's going to be the name of the album that was the name of the first single so when the, albums, when the book campaign's finally done in a year and a half, there's going to be a full vinyl album and release called Blast in the Past with all of these songs. Plus, I'm probably going to record like two more to tack on the record, so it gives people an incentive to, to buy it. But uh, Blast in the Past, the first single, and the second single it, it came out today, release day, the second single is called All American Asshole, and it's about Seth, the character. So all the, all the songs from the book, all the, all the songs from the solo album are going to be based on the book. It's kind of like a concept album with the book.
3: Nice. Is this, um, SmartPunks first, uh, book,
0: yes. uh, release? Nice. Yeah, for, first book release. They, they've never done one. They were very upfront with me about it because I went to them, uh, and, and was talking to them about, uh, doing a book and they said, man, we've never done one. You know, we really kind of don't really know what we're doing. And I go, well, either do I, let's do it together. You know, that was, I didn't want to go to, and they're, they're super fans of, of the band, I knew that their hearts would be into it. I didn't want to go to just some publishing company or, or or someone to get the book made like, who are you again? It's Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. We got the books and they're coming in tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't want to have that disc. I wanted to work with someone that even though maybe smart punk or any record label, maybe that hadn't done a book, wasn't the best route to go. it, It was for me because I know that like I can call them up and they're excited about it. And it's been awesome. They've done um beyond amazing job we just get on the phone basically again the absurdity of getting paid to do this we get on the phone just laugh our ass off (laughs) like it's ridiculous
3: brilliant awesome
2: So Chris one of the things I wanted to ask you is obviously over the years Les uh, less than Jake of just being known as an energetic band I've mentioned that being able to get a lot of different opportunities at the same time you you might not expect where I said like Warped Tour but you've supported bands like Bon Jovi if I if I'm not mistaken like yeah. where- when you look back at all the things the band has done, is there any of those little things that come to mind that really shock you and you go, Oh yeah, we, we did that. Or like amazed that you were able to have that opportunity.
0: Yeah. All the time. Um, and we've, you know, been doing this now for going on 30 years to where I don't want to say that, that, that novelty of what you just said has worn off but there's been so many instances of it like and now if i were to take myself back to being a 15 year old kid in my bedroom in my parents house and and you're to tell me yeah you're gonna you're gonna be doing shots one day with carrie king from slayer i'd be like (laughs) what are you talking like there's no no dude. what you know like sandwiched at the kerrang awards less than jake's table Slayers over here, and here's meatloaf.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm,
0: and I'm doing, I'm doing Jaeger shots. You know, uh, got to meet James Hetfield from Metallica um, and shake his hand and, and tell him what he meant to me. Um, just been able to tour with the Descendants and become friends of theirs. Mm-hmm. Like they were my idols yeah. growing growing up. Uh, got to meet Brian uh, Queen from uh, or Brian May, <laughs> Brian May from Queen, uh, Rob Halford uh, uh, from Priest. Um, yeah touring with bon jovi which if i can thumb through here real quick i'll look for the picture
3: but how did that, uh, yeah how did that go how did um how were the the jovi crowd
0: they hated us. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we made complete, it was, you know, our motto has always been, if they don't like the music, they're going to remember us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, I was dressed in like metal outfit with my real ass cheeks cut out. I'd go out there and I'd be shaking, and the shit that we talked on that tour, but we, we did, ma- we, we ended up making fans, you know, we made yeah. fans and Bon Jovi loved us. Cause like yeah. we had been a band for 10 years at that point. Like we were professional. Like we, we would wheel our stuff up there. We'd already have our microphones clipped onto our drum set. Like pro, like they thought we were kids. You know, we were. I was twenty five, twenty six when I did that tour. So to them, we were kids. But like we had been doing this, like like we were pretty seasoned at that point.
3: Yeah, some of my favorite supports that my old band ever did were supporting bands that the crowd hated us. Um, oh yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, yeah. Have you ever been accidentally booked for the, like a, a a stupidly metal festival or anything like that? Has anything.
0: Yeah, we played uh, we played a metal meeting in Belgium. I'm trying to think of the name of that festival. It's called the Metal Meeting. The is it called?
3: Metal Meeting Wacken? It's not Wacken, is it? Uh, oh, grasspop.
0: Grasspop. Grass Pop, Metal Meeting, that's what it is, Yeah. Now we yeah. never we never played Wacken, we, we never played that, but we did it. We have played Grass Pop. Um, that was the one in Belgium. So but again, we go out there and you'd be surprised a lot of, you know, we have a song called, all my best friends are metalheads. Like we all, we grew up loving, loving metal. So a lot of metal uh, people that love metal, they don't just love metal. You know, they love other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we entertain a crowd, man. You don't have to like our, that's the best compliment we ever had. You don't have to like our music. You're going to have fun if you want to have fun or you'll walk away going. Those guys are real assholes, which that's, that's, we, we win that with that <laughs> yeah. too. So it's a win-win situation. Cause that's why, that, that's why we started, that's why I started the band was I never wanted to intentionally hurt anybody's feelings and neither anybody in the band did, but we like to piss people off. Like one of the best compliments we ever had when we first started, there was a ska band in Tampa and they were traditional ska and very mellow, good friends of ours. And it was one of the first times we had played a show with them. And we after the show, their singer Ed comes up and he's like, like, what's that man? He's like, man, you're really abrasive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, ne- I'll never forget that because that was what we were doing we were going out and just you know and and it not everyone was happy about it you know there was some people that were just you're vulgar you're this you're that but we did it under the guise of that that's what that's the punk bands that we grew up and like that they were to, wanted to start some shit you know and uh we've always had fun though it was never like i said it was never under the guise of trying to hurt people's feelings
3: yeah nice
2: fantastic yeah and speaking of all the projects as well obviously krista makes a podcast uh you've been really busy with that for for 2020 but it's quite a unique insight into the world of songwriting because obviously you get a guest on and you really analyze a certain track of theirs and and all the ins and outs from it i mean doing that in itself has it been quite refreshing for you to see how other people have worked and have really written some of their biggest hits
0: yeah it's great. I mean, so you know my manager he was really insistent on me doing a podcast this year, and he's like just he's like just think about it like it it could it could just it could do nothing but help not just you but it could help it could help your band' because mm. it could help less than jake like if the podcast got big enough, like you could like get on there and talk about the next less than Jake tour or show and it could you know it's kind of a win win but he said but you but I want you to have a theme like what we're doing right now like just a regular podcast of talking I, I couldn't do because I'm on this side of it. I've, I've done thousands of interviews over the years. And the last thing I want to do is interview my peers. I would never want to do that or, or even just talk to them like we're doing right now. I want, I wanted it to, that's why I was so hesitant about doing a podcast for so long. And he said, no, 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 I don't want, I, and that's not what I'm saying. I, I think you should have a theme, and I think it should be songwriting. It'll tie into the custom songs that you're doing. And uh, I, I'm fascinated and I love songwriting. So I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll give this a go. And it, and to answer your question, it's been great because every episode is the same topic, but they've been all vastly different. Everybody writes from a different point of view from the lyrical subject to how they write chords and how they think of song structure. So it's just been, it's been great. It's like, it's the same episode every time, but it's completely different.
3: Yeah. Who have yeah. Um, yeah, you had on who's had the, like the weirdest writing technique to you, like compared to how you guys write?
0: You know, no one's really stuck out that surprised me. I, I, I get, I get all of them. I get all of them. And I've kind of, I've kind of done a little bit of everything that everyone's done, you know, I, but I, I, I know I stick with my one thing, but I may have learned, oh yeah, I've thought about doing it that way. I guess a lot of people will, one artist, I can't recall who it was right now writes the music completely and then writes the lyrics. And I've never done that. I've always kind of, um, at least had an idea or, or, or had a melody. If I didn't have lyrics I'd have a melody, this person would just write the music, then the melody and then the lyrics would come. So that was one thing, I guess, that was, was something that I'd be like, yeah, I've never done that, I can't imagine doing that. I'm always kind of humming as I'm playing guitar chords.
2: Yeah, well, that's a, that's a really unique way of looking at stuff because, like, I think most music fans are not really aware how different uh, one song can be writing from it from another. You know, an idea can just hit you, or you've worked on something for so long and, and changed it along the way.
0: Yeah, no, it's it, and I love it just because every episode, I tell the artist without fail something about their song they never realized because I'm looking at it differently than they are. I'm taking it. And and these are songs that they may not have listened to for 10 years. I don't, I don't sit around and listen to less than Jake. You just don't as an artist, you know, you, you record it, you purge it. You know, anytime I ever revisit our catalog is when I'm going back to, you know, like relearn a song I haven't played in 10 years, you know, let me go practice this and I'll listen to it. But uh, every episode uh, doesn't matter who it was. They all say like, I remember it was the Mark Hoppus from blink episode. I said, you realize from the first note of this song to the when when the first chorus hits it's only 23 seconds and he he bursts out laughing he's like what i'm like yeah dude 23 that's like unheard of usually like you're around the 48 second mark a minute till you get to a (laughs) chorus in a song you know and he was like flabbergasted by that and it's happened every episode and that's that's cool for me because again i'm taking the song and I I put time into it. I think people I've had that comment people have met, mentioned that you can tell that that uh in reviews that 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 Chris puts time in doing this because it's not just like, hey, how you doing? Let's talk about this song. And then I take it, I go line by line, I pick up the guitar, I learn it, I figure out, hmm, that second that second uh 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 chorus there, the melody changes on the third line. Why? And they're like Sometimes they're like, well, I was our producer. He wanted it to be a little different. Or sometimes they're like, it does? It changes? Yeah. <laughs> what? They don't even know that the melody changes there.
2: Yeah, Brilliant. yeah, well, fantastic. And, and with all this as well, I've been mean, you know you've just you're constantly busy writing music and doing other projects. But is there been anything else uh, in the pipeline or anything you can tell us so you've been working on behind the scenes or or have you actually tried to get some relaxing in as well? well?
0: No, I mean I I I've been you know between uh, between this and and my children. You know I I get up with them in the mornings. I'm yeah. with them for a couple hours and then I spend about an hour in the afternoon with them. And then the evening I get another two hours in with them. So, uh, and there's some days I'll, I'll, I will take a day off to spend the day with my kids, but you know, it's, it's like working a real job. You know, if you, if you left early in the morning, you'd see your kids for half hour and you'd go all day and come home. And so I, I, I make time for my family. And then besides that, I work, you know, I work seven days a week. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly working and, and, and doing this because uh, because I, I don't know when I'm gonna be back on the road and I may not have this time. I'm really, I'm really harnessing this opportunity and, and taking it for, for all that it's worth right now. So, uh, but as for other things, uh, yeah, if I, once I can get back out there, I wanna to go to unis, uh, I wanna to go to high schools, um, music seminars, and I wanna take, take uh, this on the road. I want to take, uh, uh, basically go out and uh, uh, I wanna speak, I wanna do speaking engagements about my career, take the book with me, you have stories, have a screen behind me. I'll flash pictures up there. I'll talk about, you know, basically a, a blast from the past live um, wow. as well as, as well as I want to take the podcast on the road. So mm. uh, that's another idea down the road. Uh, for instance, I'll be in Los Angeles and uh, I'll rent out, I don't know, a, a hotel conference room and we'd charge charge for tickets it would be anything crazy probably be like you know five ten five ten dollars a ticket and uh we'd have fans come in and it would be me live sitting across from mark compass mm-hmm. from blank or mm-hmm. somebody and we'd both have guitars and uh we would talk about the song and at the end we'd play the acoustic together nice so, that'd be awesome yeah <laughs> And then there's about 30 million other ideas I have and whether whether the ones I just said even come, I know the speaking engagements are going to come to fruition, that's going to happen, uh, whether the, the live podcast happens, I don't know, but I'd, I'd like to. And as far as the podcast, I, you know, I, I don't have any uh, delusions of, you know, of it being uh, anything more than it is now in the sense that I'm, I'm happy where it's at, but I'd like to take it all the way to being on TV and have a podcast to where it's like got picked up by a network. Cause I think it's a really good, good format. And if I could sit across from the artist in person and we could actually play the song at the end, I think people would be interested in seeing that.
3: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think that playing the, playing the song together at the end would be a very important part because then yeah, people would get to see everything you've just talked about and yeah, it all coming together. So yeah, it's awesome! Congratulations on coming up with a great idea for a podcast. Um, <laughs> while we sit you with a standard talking bollocks to people podcast. Sorry, Chris. Sorry. Chris. No,
0: no, no, not at all. I, I, and I, I've said that recently when I've done interviews and podcasts, and it's, it's no disrespect. I just being on this side of it, like I said, yeah. I, 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 would, I, I, wanted to have something that that had a, uh, had a topic to it for my guests because it's been difficult for me to get, get, and people have like been freaking out. Like obviously they, they know I'm in the business, but they're like, how have you gotten these, some of these guests that you've gotten? Well, I've gotten them because I've had to either talk to them directly or their manager and tell them that this isn't an interview. I don't care about your, your, your second drummer who screwed your wife. I, I don't care about, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah, a lot of yeah. it, what people want to dig. And get. I don't care about any of that. I care about one defining song for your career. I'm not going to ask about how you're doing. I'm not going to ask when the next album is. I don't care. I care about this one song. And that's refreshing for some people, especially right now, because they don't have a lot to talk about or they don't know when the next tour is, or, you know, I don't have anything to talk about. I don't want to be on a podcast or be on an interview right now because my, I have nothing going on. I'm not touring. Well, no, it doesn't matter. You do have a lot going on for me. You have a song that is iconic that people want to hear hear about that song so it's a good it's a good concept
2: on the um on the flip side of it though have you had people freak out about having to like remember things from a song they might have put out 20 30 years ago
0: No, I haven't had that because I do. I kind of do the work for them. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm there. Like I said, I, I go through with a fine tooth comb, really meticulously. Uh, speaking of fine tooth comb, a haircut just popped up. Do you see that, Morgan? <laughs> yeah. What the oh, hell is that? Sorry.
3: Well, was that your uh, cranium back when you had short hair? Yeah. Before I tried the lockdown <laughs> mallet, which I'm currently growing. Why you the look lock. like a mo- you look
0: like a model? What the hell happened? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> this
3: is getting worse. This is yeah. getting. Worse. Like, you started so well i was enjoying this um <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake it was a good look it was a good look <laughs> was. yeah it was, a, it was a compliment <laughs> yeah yeah whoa you look way better then sean thanks chris yes. i call um, that the
0: ger- i call that the german compliment you know what the german compliment is it's this, yes. it's, it's like I, I saw you last time you were in berlin and you were really good not so much this time.
3: <laughs> yep, yep. So I like um, your band. I like your band, but
0: you were shit when I saw you today.
3: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, my uh, my old band was on tour with Funeral for a Friend, and I was watching the singer Matt get interviewed by a German guy, and the German fella said, "So your new album, you like it?" And Matt said, "Yeah." And he went, "What? Really?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh." <sighs> Yeah, they're uh, they're awfully blunt. They're awfully blunt, but uh, yeah. But that's no excuse, Chris. You're not German, so I know.
0: Well, my grandma's my grandmother was was German, so I got oh, it. I go. guess. Yeah, there, there
3: a little bit go. snuck out there. Yeah, a little bit snuck out. Sean, sure, you look way better. Um, well, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> I'm lost now.
0: How do you follow? How do you follow that?
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know i
2: don't know i don't know um no and and obviously and obviously just before we let you go chris w- with everything going on as well like, what does keep you motivated to to try all these new projects and stuff because you could easily just kind of rest on your laurels and a lot of other bands do of just wanting to wait until the next tour and just using this time to relax and everything but what keeps you motivated wanting to try new stuff all the time and be creative and get out there
0: um I just had an epiphany about a year ago. I uh, it's, it wasn't a midlife crisis. It was that I'm on the back half of my of my life. Okay, I had an amazing, crazy first thirty years with this band. It was nuts, and I lived a hundred men's lives in those thirty years. Mm. I have a I have documentation of it. I, <laughs> I had it. go on YouTube. You can see it. Okay. And it's been a great life. And I have uh, young children now, a four year old and a three year old. And I want to, and when I say I had a great life, I would come home between tours and the party just kind of kept rolling. It was like, I'd be home and I just worked for six weeks and I, 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 you know, I'm on tour. So I'm just gonna go hang out with my buddies and go drink some beers and, and eat bad food and go to the beach or do whatever. Those things don't interest me anymore. Um, What interests me is my family and providing for my family and keeping myself completely immersed in projects. I was never, I never felt this way before until about the last year, year and a half. And it's just, my life just changed. You know, like I, I, I look back on the things that I was doing and I, and again, I had a great life, but. You know, staying out till three or four in the morning with my buddies when I'm off the road, it doesn't interest me anymore. I'm just not. It's a different part of my life. So that's really the motivating factor is just um, family, and um, I I don't have any distractions. I live way up uh, in the mountains in Tennessee. There's nothing around here. There's no there's no 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 place to go. If I wanted to go see if there was shows, I'd have to travel 45 minutes to an hour to see a show where I live. So, uh, which for folks, uh, in the UK, you just hop on a train and go do that. It's, it that doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but to drive uh, your car 45 minutes to, to a show, uh, where I'm at in my life, it doesn't interest me. So it's yeah. uh, it's, it's a good,
3: good place for no distractions where I'm at. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, like, yeah, that's very, very good to hear.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Chris, for taking the time. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's just been great to get an insight into everything and, uh, really excited to, uh, have a look at this book and keep on listening to the podcast.
0: Right on, guys. Well, thank you so much for your time and have a wonderful rest of your day.
2: You're listening to the podcast. Yes. yes. Give it a little do ba doo ba do die That was more jazz than Scar, wasn't it, really? <laughs> what the <fuck> was that? <laughs>
3: But uh, oh, go back and listen to us coming out that <laughs> interview, right? I was just going to hold that note for as long as possible until you turned into fucking Scatman moog. <laughs> Sc- what the fuck? Did what the fuck? Mm, give it to S- back, S- back, back, back <laughs> Fucking hell. That's not Scott. No. Have you ever <laughs> heard Scott?
2: Yes, I, I quite like Lester and Jake. I, I'm a big fan of a lot of their records. You've never
3: heard any like <laughs> shit. How oh, can you skip it up, 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 boob? That's got nothing to do with them, you fucking maniac. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant! I can't believe he's done that. <laughs> what you've done is you've thought scar, right? And then you've taken the first three letters of SCAT, right? Yeah. And you've gone, um, that's close enough. When you could have had Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? Um, well, I can't do. <laughs> I
2: can't do the good trumpet dance on the podcast, really, can I? So I just thought I'd. Just go with for the first thing uh, that came to my head. With anything, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Which was wrong. Which was wrong. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks again to Chris. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to less than Jake. Thank you to the team for sorting it out. As you heard, we had a good time. It was nice to see him and see him smiling. Not mm. that he's never not smiling, like he's in a scar <laughs> band. How could he not be? You know. How could he not smile being in a scar band?
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just great to get an insight into everything, and especially with that book and, and having like 30 years worth of photos of just the journey that band has been on. I mean, he mentioned he started that on Instagram trying to post a photo a day. I find that hard enough myself. I'm trying to take photos and stuff of day-to-day life, and I'm not going to lie to you. It gets pretty boring after a while but when you're on the road as much as he's been and seeing the things he's seeing i mean it's it's a book i really want to i want to check out so fair play to him for the genius idea
3: yes um i struggle to ever post on my instagram yeah you
2: hardly do um, do, do you? So. You, you you love your story you love a good story post I do love a good
3: story of course, it's easy and it's yeah. just twenty four hours. Get in, have a look, see what Sean's offended by lately, or oh, it's the Tories again. That's true. And then and then think. But yeah, I don't really I, post on my wall. No. Much. I don't know what that is. It's almost as if it's almost as if I've got a fear of <gasps> posting on my it's turned into a I don't know what it is, yeah. Like I feel like my my wall I don't know why. My wall should be for photos of me for some reason. Okay. Right? So, yeah, there's and then there's no good photos of me anymore, so I struggle to um, post. So, mm. yeah, this has gone from very, very <laughs> funny, making fun of you um, doing scat instead mm. of scar noises, and now it's gone to me questioning my whole belief as a person. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm so, yeah, I,
2: yeah. I, I'm surprised by that though. Like I've always has been surprised. I thought you would have posted more photos of like from gigs or just travelling or obviously but that's there's the I throw, think... throwback Thursdays you
3: can do plenty yeah, of people do. Yeah, yeah, do. but that's but that's but that's yeah my thing with that is uh, in the past Mm. i have slagged people off for doing that very Ah, thing like oh remember when everything was good for you oh is it oh (laughs) "Oh, you oh you are you doing fuck all now like i am yeah so i am that now i like this photo like i get tagged in stuff and i'm like oh this is awesome but it was the blackout or whatever so i'm like i don't want to live i don't want to live in the past even though right now with no gigs going on and (laughs) potentially no gigs going on for quite some time it's what everybody has to do but i Mm. still can't bring myself to be like oh i used to like i don't get me wrong i fucking loved every minute of being in the blackout oh yeah but i i don't want to be that guy of going oh remember when i used to do this just because i think i'd be hypocritical of me because i've slagged people off for doing it themselves Mm -hmm. like so okay interesting yeah, mm. well, I didn't think we were gonna get. I, I didn't think we were gonna have this quite this fucking two minutes of therapy.
2: No, I didn't. Didn't either. But I do. not do. Sean, take some selfies from time to time. If you're feeling good, showcase it. That's what I say.
3: Yeah, but look at me at the moment. More, more, more. I got a mallet. Um, that's terrible. It's big. It's all over the shop. Nobody wants to see photos of me. Oh, I got asked to do a thing the other day for Independent Venue Week to ask would I do like a, a video thing. And I just. And I don't. I just kind of reply. Kind, of, I'm not kind of in the being on camera type mode at the moment either. So yeah. So I well, didn't, I didn't do, do that. But
2: you do you, Sean. You do you. But oh, thanks, Mog. No. <laughs>
3: Ah, fucking mad fucking mad. but yes thanks
2: again to Chris Uh, wonderful (laughs) wonderful conversation Less Than Jake's new album Silver Linings is available now wherever you get your albums from if you stream it buy it get a vinyl they've probably got some really cool colours special editions and all that and uh, yeah hopefully there'll be one of those bands playing at festivals over here in the UK again whenever that will happen fingers crossed Wish him. Let's the
3: best take bets. It. Let's <laughs> take bets of when gigs are coming back. I'm gonna say Negative Nancy, Sean Smith, is going to say there will not be a gig unless it's a super spreader type non mask event held by some crusty punk band or the Who um till twenty twenty
2: two. Hmm yeah i'm I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm not getting my hopes up for, for this year. Yeah, I, I mean um, i'd love i'd love to see it i hope they all go ahead but for oh. my my sake of my <laughs> my mental health i'm not getting excited for anything just yet because i know i'll get over enthusiastic about it i'll look forward to it too much it won't happen and then i'll be a sad emo kid all over
3: again Yeah, so, yeah, this isn't me shooting anything down. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing that would be better for my mental health right now than my band Raiders doing a gig where I get to beat myself up on stage in front of a couple of people. There is nothing in the world that would be better for my mental health right now than yelling um, obscenities in a microphone in front of people. I promise you. But just the... um, the lack of listening from people I think is going to be is going to play a big part in whatever happens going forward so um, fingers crossed I'd like a gig tomorrow but I can't see it for a while but yeah
2: this has gone down with a very negative route so i think Enough, we, sh- we yeah. should this was fun this was a fun episode so let's uh let's let's switch the mood up a little bit sean is there any new music
3: or anything
2: you've checked yes. out lately that you're enjoying you want to talk about or
3: yes i very much enjoyed the latest single from holding absence mm. um Called Afterlife. Yes, I think that's very, 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 very good. And also, James from the band has left as mm. well, which was, which is some news. Yeah, um, he's going so- to
2: um, focus on his other project, James and the Cold Gun. Um, incidentally, with one of my good friends, James Biss. Uh, looking forward to seeing what they come out with together in the future.
3: Yeah, what a mad situation! Like, oh, here's a massive, here's a massive song. I'm off. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the I balls like, to do that as well though like just to off, be like fuck it
3: yeah, he's, he's a giant man he's probably got a giant set of balls um, as soon as I saw it I went how quick can I learn all the bass parts to all the and absent songs <laughs> and the answer is um, not quick enough because oh. I've got no musical talent whatsoever so um, yeah I enjoyed that um, I've enjoyed uh, Sucker Punch the whole album by Yumi 6 pretty much what else is? What else has come out? Dead butterfly. Some architects has come out, which is a terrible song name for somebody who's so militant vegan.
2: Now you mention that, that's that's kind of true. Um,
3: I, it should just be called butterflies. Or a butterflies, wants butterflies Yeah, mm. yeah. N- well, or oh, butterflies, as you know, you know you're not a live Morgan Richards, are you.
2: <laughs> well, I am. But <laughs>
3: Welcome to a live Sapping podcast. Welcome to currently active Sapping podcast. And when it stopped, people go, "Oh, dead Sapping podcast." Is it? Oh, that's a weird. That's um, a weird trend. Yeah, so that's out as well. Um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, what, what about you, Morg? Have you, uh, you done anything new? Lately? Yeah, I've
2: really enjoyed the new uh, covers EP by the Excerpts. Um, friends Ooh, yes. of the podcast, The Exit. Yeah, they've done a lot of um, different kind of sounding songs. They did. We built This city on rock and roll, and then they did Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Um, nice and it's sounding I saw that. sounding lovely. I'm really enjoying Murray's vocals and and their take on everything. Um, also been listening to Modson. Who uh, directed oh, uh, the Machine Gun Kelly's Downfall High film based on his new record and everything? That was yeah, that was very enjoyable. And yeah, I he's don't... got
3: a song with Av- he's got a song with Avril, hasn't he? He has. Yeah, it's really good. Flames. Let's get. Oh, Avril, <laughs> I know you fucking listen every week. Come on, the podcast. Oh, it's not complicated.
2: <laughs> oh lovely i'm oh, glad fuck, you made that joke i turned joke. Into you you did i hate myself everyone,
3: hate myself. everyone knows on that's
2: one of my dream guests first podcast if we can have a being on this i would absolutely love every second of it and oh, um
3: piece of piss piece of piss let me text over there now on, <laughs> you carry on, I'll text
2: her. i was just going to say over the weekend as well i've uh watched Oh, I went back and watched all of the NFL playoff games from this season. I'm very into it, so I'm looking forward to uh, the next round and then the Super Bowl.
3: Wouldn't that take you like seven
2: weeks it's to watch? The all long of the game, games? but what you do? If you're smart like me, right? You because they're on late here for UK time. You record them and then you don't. <laughs> you just don't Google the scores and then you watch yeah. every quarter and then fast forward when it goes to a break. So instead
3: of, like, seven but that's, hours... That, yeah, yeah, but that break is every four minutes. Just watch the fucking highlights, surely.
2: Aye, like, but you might miss something, like, a really nice injury. Not, at, like, you
3: know... <laughs> what? <I> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't believe it. I fast-forwarded and a man broke his leg and I was fucking gutted. What do you mean?
2: Yeah, just shit like that happens all the time. And when it's slow... What, leg breaking? No, not legs breaking, but, like, when they in the helmets and there's a flag on the play and all this I d- yeah
3: <laughs> oh look out there's a flag <laughs> <laughs> look out that that fellow's dressed as zebra's throwing a yellow fucking thing up in here like, what- <laughs> it's a mad sport um, it is. i don't mind it i don't mind it i just don't know how you could have watched all the playoff games in one weekend because surely that takes up every game's about three hours if you fast forward them I mean, they've got to be an hour and a half haven't they? How many games? How many hour and halves? Oh, I won't even go into this. We've gone too far. We've gone too long on this anyway. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> I'll stop now. I'll stop. We go- Tell you what, in the group... We'll, we'll carry on some sort of American football chat if they want it. But I'm sure they want because they're clever. So, uh, but if, yes.
2: But as you mentioned, if you'd like to support our mad ramblings and us in any way, please head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash As we said in the intro, it helps this thing go in each and every week. And without it, we'd probably... Well, we would be homeless and begging for food and no one wants that so save sean and morgan by signing up to patreon.com forward slash sapnin if you can't i know it's a really hard time please do follow us on social media at sapnin pod give us a like on all the stuff share it and send it to your friends tell them this conversation with less jake was a very good laugh you should listen to it and it'll make your weekend better
3: yeah as morgan said um yeah we understand it's a really hard time for people at the moment so yeah if you can't afford anything um that's fine but please please give us a share give us a like give us a follow and stuff it doesn't cost anything i know if you share our stuff on your wall you might lose some cool points but overall you'll be helping us fantastically so please please think about it um this podcast is free each and every week yeah, that wouldn't be possible without the Patreon. So, again, patreon.com forward slash Chapman on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Sapping Pod at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's at S A W P E N I N P O D, And, yeah, we've got some people to thank from the patreon now
2: we do so if you head to the description of this episode there's a host of names of people in there that we uh, love to shout out and give our love to each and every week but sean is going to read out the names of the people in the top tiers they've probably changed their names to something wacky to have a laugh at our expense and we're going to find out what those are now
4: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quincecom pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Thank you very much to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwawei, Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Janelle Castan, Kelly Young, Nathan Crowshaw, DeLorean Iowa, Jima, Lolly Gagin, Lolly. That's Dilly Grimwood, and her name doesn't fit in the thing, so I can't really read it all out. Thank you very much, Paul Hirschfield, Kelly Owen, Michael Engler, Liam Conley, Scooby Drew Styles, Dana Good Shabos Lasnova, Rude Boy, Anti-Disestablishmentarianism, Heebie Jeebies, Jelly Beans anti disestablishmentarianism, Mario Kart, Ewok Shabba. Thank you very much to so Cat and Amaduna Bano, Laws, Tony Michael. Tsunami, Obladi Oblada Mario Kart, Obladi Oblada Wrigley, Ewok, Nibbles, Amy Campion, Johnny Phillips, Scott Jones, Bert, Simon Amos, Oblie D, Lolly Gaggin, Iowa, Jimmy Vroom, Ewok, Rude Boy, Anti Disestablishment, Terry a Mario Kart, Ewok, Shab- Shabba, Kate Stevenson, Jenny, Sexy Boy, Munster, Emily Senegal, Danny Eaton, Martina McManus, Lucy Diaz, Erin Howard, Becky Andy, John and Emma, Jube Soob Hoob Roob Doob Boob. Nice. Marcy Jacobson. Brian Pinker. Jenny Robinson. Louis Cook. Kevin Clark. Caroline Robinson. Cilantro Rude Boy. Anti Disestablishment. Gima Jeffrey. Heebie Gb, Anti Disestablishment. Gima Shaw. Where are these fucking names from? <laughs> Why have they. I think they do these things thinking we play a game of like, guess what this might be about? Guess what? I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much to Kelly, Emma Cannon, Sandra Kouacheck, Livy Cropper, Tallulah Grant, James McNaught, Night Ewok, Lollygagging, Lollygagging, Mario Kart, Anti-Disestablishment, Terrorism, Lollygagging, Lollygagging, Ewok, Rat, something. That was Kelly Mallory. Her name doesn't fit. Thank you very much. Stuart McNaught, Sharifa O'Dally, Lydia Henderson, Julian Dun, 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 ravitch well, i've guessed the tune wrong obviously jacob turner tsunami jelly beans anti-disestablishment terrorism, mario kart busty lollygagging ewok rude boy shabba heebie jeebies anti-disestablishment ti- oh jesus christ josh why did the scarecrow win an award because he was outstanding in his field crisp uh, adam Parslow, alice wood katrina e rex Sean e norma's cock robinson e-rex katrina e-rex e-rex i get the shawnee enormouscock cock right shawnee enormouscock cock but what's the f- anyway and cilantro ewok rude boy yvette fielding nice anti-establishmentarianism is nibble i don't know but that was keris andrews thank you very much to all those people um a big fuck you to everybody who changed their names to those mad names Why not change them all to, like, names that sound like rude things? Or, I I, don't know, that I I could read out and get wrong.
2: I didn't get the whole lollygagging anti-establishment thing. They've gone mad. They've literally gone mad. And it's a little bit worrying. Um, It's my birthday, well, on Tuesday. So, technically, if you wanted to wish me a late happy birthday for next next week's one, that would probably be easier for you to read. Although you would have to tell me you love me, like... A lot.
3: Well, yeah, it depends if they say they love you though. Mm, Depends if they write down Sean loves Morgan. Happy birthday. Have a great birthday or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, if you've listened and your name's there, thank you very much. (laughs) If you're part of the Patreon, thank you very much. If you've thought about becoming part of the Patreon, thank you very much. If you used to be part of the Patreon, thank you very much. Um, If you don't share and uh, follow us, uh, a big fuck you and you should follow us. That's the end of this week's podcast episode 113 how will we manage this i do not know but i will say it every fucking week thank you very much to everybody involved thank you very much to morgan thank you again to chris thank you to less than jake and um yeah thank you to our lord and savior fred durst
2: i oh yeah i was i was hoping you'd go there but yes please never die Sending all the love, stay positive, and we will see you next and every Friday.
3: Jesus Christ, every (laughs) Every Friday. Every single Friday, yeah. You poor bastards. It's happening!
2: happening!
3: You're listening to Sapin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it, or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, Thank you very much.